someone who I, oh my goodness, I look up to this guy's music. Uh, I found out about him through other folks. Kind of like a mutual thing going on. Uh, you'll, you'll get that when you start realizing who's been on the podcast. People know people here. And this guy's music really gets you moving, really gets you going. And there's something about his style that when you, when you I don't know, if you've, if you've listened to his music and get a chance to, you know what I mean. But anyway, I got a great guy on today, Pasquale G. What's going on, my man? Hey, man. Thank you for that introduction. That was very uh, kind of you. I appreciate that. Thank you. I'm yeah. good. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. Um, it's been a while since we've last spoke. Um, I hope things are going well for you and, and your music career and everything else around that. Yeah, things are, uh, things are going well. Um, some exciting stuff happening. I'm able to um, create and and put stuff out there. So uh, I'm really excited for, for what's coming. Yeah, absolutely. And then us at the moment of this dropping of this episode, you have a brand new song that has just been released to the world. Um, like Again, we'll play it right here, right now. You have a staring contest every single night in your room. Every time in the ceiling You have a future, it ain't easy Now you're left with the moon And you sleep so you dream With that feeling of a different day Maybe one time it'll go your way Stuck in the middle of who you are And who they say I see you swimming through I know that you're waving, not trying But I'll be there for you If you feel your legs giving out They say they live like you No, they just pretend in the shadows They wouldn't last a few seconds or minutes If they got left in the deep end uh, Yeah, so I have a new song coming out on June 4th um, It's called Deep End And it's a song that I kind of dabbled uh, with writing Kind of during the um quarantine bits and pieces were coming lyrically and things like that um but it's a song um that that talks about um being there for the people around you when when they need it or when you need it um also kind of i feel like with music it's it's what you could do for people so some of the parts in the song are lyrics in which um I wish I would have heard when I was a certain age or when I was doing something. So to be able to do that for people and kind of assure people that um, they're moving in the right direction was something important to me. I have a lot of friends that um, are passionate about a lot of things and maybe don't feel like they're supported by people or that people are there for them. And I think it's important that um, the people around you assure you of that assure you that they're there for you and that um, what you're doing is great. If it, you know, if, if it's great and, it, and it's good and it's making um, people happy. So that's where it was from a message standpoint. Um, I kind of dress it up sonically. I, um, I completely wiped out my sound library. So for three years I had the same sound library. I was just kind of messing with frequencies and different kind of instruments and things like that. But a couple of months ago, I took all those sounds and put them on a hard drive and brought in a whole new wave of sounds. And um, I think in this new song, you'll be able to tell that it's kind of a different vibe per se, both lyrically and sonically. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, given what I've heard from your older stuff. Yeah. It's a different, it's a different Pasquale, but it is all, it's kind of the same. Like, it's not like you've changed who Mm -hmm. you are is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, 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 the the passion's still there. The drive's still there. Yeah, for sure. The really fun, groovy sounds are there, but I see Mm -hmm. what you mean. There is a different, there's a different vibe going. Yeah. I feel like that's, that's super important. Um, in music and a lot of artists that I admire, you know, dive into different sounds or genres, but you're still able to tell like, oh, that's a this person's song. That's a that person's song. So I think, although I'm using new sounds, I still think that the stuff that people enjoy about my music is still there. I hope so. (laughs) 
Yeah, being able to like sit down with new uh, these new individuals that I'm learning about on this podcast, I, I'm kind of getting the same vibe from them. Is that you know I've been doing this for X amount of years, but I feel like I need a little bit of a change, and mm-hmm. and I think uh, you're finding that new refreshing uh, point for yourself. But do you think that? And I think I've had this conversation with Pete Fiorentino before, which is though you're changing, do you feel as if you're fans and or you know uh you know circle inner circle of of musicians mm-hmm. are, are gonna be like hey man i think you should go back to what you were doing or you're just like no this is the new me and this is where i'm going with this yeah i think that artists as a um as a whole respect um change um in the sense of um people you know maybe uh, switching their sound and, and, and things like that. But I think it's also where you are um, in your life, right? Like we're always growing. We're always experiencing new things. So to create in one state of mind or in, in one sort of, I guess, year um, is great. But to stay there, um, it's kind of stuck in the mud. You're kind of stuck in the mud. You're kind of just doing the same thing over and over and it's kind of, it kind of gets repetitive and things like that. Um, but my motto is, like, nobody is for everybody. Right. Everybody is for somebody. Meaning that there are so many artists that are polarizing, right? Take somebody like Taylor Swift. People absolutely adore and love Taylor Swift. And there's people who don't like her at all, right? So not everybody's going to hit on all cylinders. But there are people with very, very niche kind of things that they like so i could sit here and talk about remotes and people won't necessarily enjoy it but there will be a small group of people in the world that will enjoy it um so i think creating and finding those people that kind of enjoy what you do is important and i think every artist kind of can understand that you know but i think we've all had we've all had bands that we like that changed up the sound you know, I know Pete in particular um, was a big Fallout Boy fan, and then like he Fallout Boy came out with, like their new music, and I think he hated it. I, th- I, th- I yeah. kind of remember him him not like shutting up about it. Um, <laughs> so, but, much, so much so that he brought it up on this podcast. Did he? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I knew it. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't. Uh, he was like, you know. And I just, I couldn't forgive Fallout Boy for, for changing their style. I was like, mm-hmm. no, I, I understand that. Like, I was mad yep. too. But, you know, I, I, it, I love what they've done though. Oh, yeah, for sure. <clears throat> but the thing is, like, Fallout Boy was big in whatever year they were big in. And if they tried to come back and did the same thing that they were doing, it's just be like, man, you're just trying too hard. A hundred percent. You know, you just got you gotta uh, go uh, change with the times. You know, I I couldn't agree more. I mean, there's artists that you could. I I I, I always go back to Michael Jackson, and I always go back mm-hmm. to David Bowie. Like those are the yeah. two that I bring up all the time, and 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 I I think I brought up to Pete too, which is the idea that each album of theirs, though, yes, at the end of the day, you're like, oh, that's Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. They're all different albums. Yeah. They're completely different styles. His mm-hmm. uh, Invincible album versus Bad versus Off the Wall, completely different mm-hmm. things that are um, always going to change to fit in with the time, but at the end of the day, always be who they are. Yeah. And as long as you get back to that, that's what that's what matters. And let's you know, let's be honest with ourselves here. It's not like. Uh, you know, and there's no offense to you. It's yeah. you know, but it's not like you're a top Billboard, mm-hmm. uh, Billboard charting musician at the moment. Yeah, you're finding out. People are finding out who you are. You're making your thing, and, mm-hmm. and you're doing it because of the passion here. Yeah, and as you grow, and if you ever get to that status, and we all hope we you do. Um, <laughs> Thank you. There's just there's you know, uh, hopefully you stay that humble and and stay to that you know have that understanding of still you know, having an evolution, but at the same time being yourself. Yeah. And I think that's super important. And that's why I'm kind of not, um, not not like 
in a rush to kind of, you know, get, you know, grab all this success and things like that. And I'm, I'm glad that it didn't happen when I was 22 or 20 years old, although I may have wished it would have happened. I'm glad it didn't because now I'm a little bit more um, aware of things. You know, the friends I have now will probably be the friends that I have forever. Um, You know, um, I'll obviously gain friends and things like that, but um, I'm aware of things. I am knowledgeable about certain things. And so when that success comes, it's just one of those things where I am who I am and the success is just going to come and it isn't going to change me. When you're 18, 19, 20 years old, you're still kind of figuring out who you are and that, you know, what kind of style you have and what kind of this and what kind of that. And so I find that a lot of artists are extremely influenced by the success that comes their way. And they, they figure, Oh, I made, I made a song that made me popular. This is what's popular. Now I'm going to make that song. And then that's kind of where they, um, they lose people because the things that got them um, success, they're not doing anymore. Yeah. You know, so, it's, really, it's really funny about that. You say that is my personal take on that is mm-hmm. I treat a million views versus a thousand views versus a hundred views or listens or whatever you want to say downloads yeah. as the same. Yeah. There's, there's, I mean, unless you're looking at it on a marketing and an organizational standpoint, if you're working for a company and they're like, well, of course, 100 views isn't making us money versus money. I'm not talking about that. Yeah. I'm talking about as an artist, if I get 100 clicks versus 10 versus 10,000, I'm going to mm-hmm. treat the next episode or the next song the same. Yeah. I, I'm like, oh, wow, look, I made a million downloads. It must mean I, I got to stick to that, that style because that's what the people want. Not necessarily. Mm-hmm. You yep. know, I, I, you got to change it up potentially or, you know, whatever, but don't let that, uh, those numbers affect your future uh, yeah. project. For sure. And so as you, you're saying, like, you're not going to let, you know, you're saying, you know, artists that, that allow that to happen to them. That's, that's, that's so very sad, <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's depressing to hear that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it does happen a lot. And you know it's not an e- it's not an easy thing to not do, you yeah. know. Um, I had a song that did really well on Spotify, like "Worlds Better Than My Other Songs," and it was a certain um, genre of, of of song, and it reached a couple of playlists that I'd never thought it would reach, and it did really well. And I got a bunch of Spotify followers from it, and I was just kind of like. Oh my God, now I have a bunch of followers. Now they're going to want this again. So I kind of just sat on it for a couple of weeks. And then I was like, I can't like, cause I'm really big on like, this is going to be around forever. Whether nobody listens, um, whether nobody listens to my music or not, like I'm going to, I'm just going to keep doing it. You know? Yeah. Oh, totally. I mean, there's this. I mean, there's this notion that you know you gotta like you. I, I, I guess going back to what you were saying before is this notion that you gotta keep everybody happy. Fuck mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Listen, if this podcast or if your music only reaches twenty people, you have twenty people that know who you are, and give a shit about what you lo- what you do. Um, versus, mm-hmm. I have. Uh, you know, millions of people and only, oh, wait, only 20 still only like me. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> so, that's what it really, if you think about it, like, uh, look at, um, look at the Twitter account, you know, this, uh, an individual may have 800,000 followers, mm-hmm. but only have maybe 10,000 engaged followers, meaning that those are the people that are on their site all the time. On, I ha- let me, yeah. It's ridiculous. I have a big, one of my biggest pet peeves is... People who, and these people exist, that fake a lot of their streams and a lot of their followers. Oh, oh, I have friends that are like that. And there are people, there are artists who have 
60,000, 50,000, 100,000 followers on Instagram, but like 150 likes on a post or, or, you know, 200 likes on a post. And it's one of those things where to the blind eye, to the consumer, it, it might not be caught. It might not be a red flag for anybody. Um, but artists and people that know kind of um, using these sites to promote themselves and stuff like that, people who are aware um, see that. And, and it's, a li- it's a little annoying because, number one, the, my thing is like, why would you want a million, you know, fake plays on Spotify? If any, like the, the numbers look good, but if you get the success you want, you're not going to be able to live up to that hype, right? Like you're yeah. not a 1 million, you might not be a 1 million stream kind of talent, right? But you're faking these numbers so people get attention and then you get in a room with a label or these people and you can't really hack it. And that's always been my fear. And that's why I've kind of always worked extremely, extremely hard because I know when that time comes, I'll be ready for it. You know, I was playing shows, two shows a night, five days a week. I was playing shows that um, where I was like in a corner of a room because I knew that when that day comes where I'm asked to play a song in front of somebody, I could play it unplugged. I could play it plugged in. I could play it in this side of the room, this side of the room, acoustic, on the piano, on this or that. So I'm always ready. So there are people who are going to get that call and will not be able to um, to do that. And to me, that's, that's the scariest thing to kind of build this fake hype around yourself and then, you know, not own up to it. But like, it's, it's all like, obviously you can do that. That's a way of doing it and nothing against um, people who do that, but it's just one of those things, you know, um, not for me. Me trying to find uh, potential guests, and I, you know, mm-hmm. I get tricked into looking at it. And I, oh wow, they have X amount of followers, and then I, you know, I do the same thing. Oh, but they only had nine likes. What's going on here? Yeah, um, you know, and, and in some cases that could be legitimate. I mean, there's yeah. reasons behind that why they're yeah, 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 yeah. you know, but but I understand what you're saying. More often than not, these are. Uh, you know, these are fake followers, fake accounts that are, you know, and a, a, and a super easy way to find out is just click on the follower account, uh, follow part and figure out how many, one, how many of these accounts don't have profile pictures, mm-hmm. how many of the these accounts have maybe one to 10 followers themselves versus yeah. thousands of followings mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, all exactly. this, all this stuff like that. And, yeah. and so, yeah. we're trying on this podcast to do what you're doing, which is, okay, I only have 100, 200, 500, whatever followers, but I at least have an understanding that it's very likely that at least majority of them are going to be engaged with me Yeah, and listening to my podcast. And I, and, and I saw your follower count. Listen, mm-hmm. a lot of people would be jealous of your follower count and a lot of people would be like, what the hell is that follower account? But who yeah. cares? Because at least you know you're making you're making your grind. You're doing your thing. Yeah, you're going out there. You're doing uh, the shows. I've uh, never been a big social media guy. Like exactly. if I didn't no, make, yeah, if totally. I if I didn't make music, I probably wouldn't have it. I have it. My mistake was um, I went on like a tangent like a, a couple of months ago about this because um, I had a couple of thousand followers on my account. But I started a new account because I didn't feel like going through um, people like everybody and unfollowing and stuff like that. So I was like, I'm going to make a new account. So the account that has, uh, what is it, like 300 followers now or something like that, that's my new account compared to what was 2,000 or or 3,000. But the followers that I have now um, solely on Instagram, right, are engaged, are liking the photos, and yep. and things like that. I mean, I have across between TikTok and this, I have over I think thirty thousand or forty thousand or something like that. Um, so Instagram, which is which is interesting for musicians, but yeah, Instagram isn't like my highest follow, follower count. But my thing is too, 
my like music music is going to be around forever like my music is going to be around forever whether or not anybody listens to it or not like it's on the internet it's on apple music and spotify it's on my computer it's going to be around forever like the things i can do knock on wood i could do forever like i could sit here and i could create a song from scratch I put all the drums and I put all the synthesizers, I, I mix, I master, and a lot of time goes into every single song. And I take pride in knowing that I can do this at a high level, right? I feel like I could go inside of a room with, with um, bigger artists and, and I belong there. I didn't always feel like that, but I do feel like that. I feel like I belong there. And if I never get in that room, then um, I will always have these skills and it will always be a creative outlet for me. It's always something I could use. It's something I used during the pandemic when a lot of people felt like they had nothing. This is what I had and this is what I'll always have. So whether or not the success, the success sorry, comes or not, I'll have this. And for a lot of artists, that's not good enough. For a lot of artists, they need to fake it till they make it. So um, they're going to have to, you know, deal with whatever label or whatever their fans say about that when when the time comes yeah and there's also the aspect of okay do you want to introduce that social media to your to your style to your music fine you know there's plenty of uh accounts that i listen to and people that i might have on that they made it big quote unquote or they're mm -hmm. instagram famous and that's that's what they want you know and that's cool they don't yeah. plan on ever touring they don't plan on ever doing a gig mm -hmm. uh, at all they don't plan on playing at a coffee shop or at all or anything mm -hmm. but they're playing in their their bedroom they're playing you know they're doing reels and tiktoks and stuff and that's yeah. that's what they want to do and that's that's all they ever wanted to do and mm -hmm. that's great go for it but that, i know that's not what you want to do <laughs> And I know that's no. not what a lot of artists that I know want to do. And and again, there are, there are those that are doing both, and that's great. There's a guy that I know quite well that, you know, he does his gigs, but then every week or so he'll do a, a live, you know? Yeah. And, and that's that's fantastic, and that's great. And that's something maybe you could start doing or whatever, but yeah. if you don't want to, you don't have to. Like, no, there's no... Yeah. And that's the cool thing about... I guess that's the cool thing about this new world we've been living in the last five ten years which is mm -hmm. there's so many different avenues that you could take yeah. there's a traditional avenue there's, there's there's so many different ways there's so many ways to make it and it's just it's incredible to me and it's also scary and it's it's fun yeah. it's everything it's it's all the it's above in, yeah. it's interesting because the, the there's such a the arts there's such a high volume of things so although there's so many ways to make it there's such a high volume of content going into each area so the the tricky part is how do you get people to to notice you and the and what i find is you know not to it's not it's it's less about what you could do to dress yourself up to appeal to people people just have to connect to to your music like a lot of the music that i look up to or listen to growing up, I connected with. And my goal in music forever was and will be to do for people what music did for me. You know, I collect I connected to a lot of songs and a lot of musicians and it was an escape for me in a lot of ways. And, you know, it got me into it and it gets me through it. You know, it it helps me out a lot. And so the goal is to be that for somebody, you know, you know, be the song that people want to turn on when they're happy or when, you know, they're feeling down and, and you lift them up. And um, as long as you're connecting with people, for me, that's, that's the main goal. Um, and I, and yeah. I hope this, this new song is that, because I mean, again, what you were, how you were describing it. And, and, and again, when, mm -hmm. when you hear it, um, it it could be that for a lot of folks, and I, and I hope so. Um, yeah, and and that's good. I mean, because you you have to understand. I mean, and this is to the people listening. You have to understand, like people like like Mister uh, Mister Pasquale and, and and everyone else that we've talked to. It's it's it, they're in it not to make 
make the money. I mean, they're in it because they're passionate about music. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, cool. I made money. Awesome. I mean, at the end of the day, it's not, that's not what's driving. Of course, that's, that's important. Yeah. I mean, this, you can't deny that, of course, money is, is a, is a, an important part of all of it, but mm-hmm. it's not the driving factor. I mean, you, as a, as a, uh, as a kid and as a, an adult, music is, has been a part of your life. Yeah, um, if if it was a, if if money was a driving factor, you know it's 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 when you first start out, it's it's very discouraging. If you think that, um, well, f- well, for a lot of people, you know, some people are overnight kind of successes and, and get that, but, um, yeah, it's not one of those things where you get in and you're like, I'm going to make a lot of money like this year. Um, right. I'm going to you know do this 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 and that, and um, that's not always the case. Um, it's, you have to be passionate about it. You have to. Um, well, I I eat, sleep, and, and and breathe it. It's something that I don't get tired of because there's just so much to do. There's always different, like you said, avenues and different ways to approach things, and so many artists to be inspired by. So I'm I'm always kind of um, have a busy brain with ideas and sounds and sonics, things like that. So yeah, there's 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 reasons why I do it and um, it's not, you know, obviously success is great and um, being able to be heard by millions of people or thousands or hundreds of thousands of people is great, but it's definitely not the, the main attraction of all this. The main attraction is to be heard by as many people as possible. Whatever comes with that comes with that. Right. Because with, you know, in this, in, in, in this game, what comes with money is attention and um, eyeballs on you all the time and watching what you say, watching what you do, watching what this, this and that. So um, it's one of those things though. Yeah. Although, you know, celebrities or people might be doing well financially, there's a lot of things that, um, that come with it that um, I think people might not seem as like great or amazing. Yeah, I mean, you also have to, like, what the fuck's success? What is that? Like, <laughs> right, yeah. Like, it, it, whatever you want to define it as, as long as you hit that goal for yourself, then then you're successful. If you, you know, Exactly. Whatever. That's something um, I preach as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I always have to bring that up, but um, it's really fascinating. I mean, I, I'm trying to trying to figure this out. I mean, you, we touched upon it before, and you were talking about not letting people dictate your, your style but or whatever, mm-hmm. but... Um, do, do you allow outside forces to have a say on how your trajectory of your quote unquote, you know, career or whatever you like, do you, are you, are you, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, if someone came up to you and was like, all right, I have this for you, uh, but you got to sell your soul to this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to, is that, and, and be honest, like, I mean, mm-hmm. is, is, are, are you willing to, <clears throat> as they say, uh, sell out, <laughs> or is that something you never think about? Like, I don't know. I, I've asked this to even some of my friends that are not in the music business, but are maybe, you know, photographers and, and filmmakers mm-hmm. and whatnot like myself. But I'm trying to like, you know, and, and a lot of us come to the conclusion going, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Why <right>. not? <laughs> um, I think it's one of those things where I want to follow in the footsteps of people I've admired um, on the music scene. And so a lot of people that I admire um, worked really hard for a long time to build up, you know, people who are a fan base and supporters and people who listen to their music. And then they kind of get one, you know, song with an artist or play one gig and it kind of works for them. Um, Then there are people who have um, things attached to them. Right. So I, could easily sit on my computer or sit on my phone and cover popular songs all day long and put them on TikTok or put them on YouTube or put them on Instagram. And who knows, they might do extremely, extremely well. And through that, I may, you know, break into quote unquote, you know, the industry or or this or that. But I'll always have that 
label attached, you know, YouTube cover star, you know, Instagram cover guy releases original song. And I never want to be that. I never want to make it. I never want to discredit my own hard work by kind of one-offing it by doing covers or doing comedy sketches or doing this or doing that. I have a very kind of, and this is probably, you know, me being very narrow-minded. I have a, I have a, I have a way that I want to kind of do it. And that's the way I'm going to try my best to, to, to do it. Kind of the, the path I want to, I want to pave. Um, I understand that it'll take a little bit longer than what, what people might um, otherwise um, do, but I won't have to shake a specific reputation or things like that, right? You take into account um, how many times you hear YouTube star, blah, 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 is doing this. YouTube star, blah, 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 releases book. YouTube star, blah, 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 releases this. And it's just like they can never, ever shake that title or shake that thing. And when you're an artist, you seek respect from your peers or your mutuals. And um, there's a lot of things that um, people don't, I don't know, people don't, people don't look at it the same. Like, I don't, I don't think people's original, people won't take my original music seri- as serious if, if all they listen to is my covers, right? Because if yeah. I'm singing... OAR Shattered, which is an incredible song. And I do an amazing rendition of it. And then I release a song called, I don't know, Glasses and Microphones or something like that. Um, They're going to think I'm either trying to be somebody I'm not. I'm trying to monetize off the success of cover, of making a cover. There's different ways that um, people kind of discredit things and i think it's i think it's horrible i think that it's i think that it's such a crappy thing to do um because people do it all the time there are some people on youtube that make incredible incredible original music but people don't even bat an eye because it's not a cover song or it's not a this or it's not that and it's like that's ridiculous these these people are musicians these people are genuinely genuinely great at what they do so to not have a chance is because they were on youtube because they do that it's crazy uh, but that's just the world we live in. Yeah, I mean, we have a, a massive uh, arts problem in this country. I mean, it stems to a lot of issues. I mean, you have lack of uh, funding for a lot of art programs, and and mm-hmm. the other thing, the other issue with that is is the the term art in and of itself is is an umbrella term. So, mm-hmm. like, what the fuck is art for a lot of people? It's maybe only two things, but in 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 reality, it's a shit ton of aspects. You got, you know. Is dance art? Yes. You know, yeah. is, is, mm-hmm. is painting art? Yes. Music, theater, a lot of things fall into art. And in this in this country, you got, you know, and, and not to get political, but you have certain states and certain territories and counties and, and educational districts that are against or not entirely for the arts. You mm-hmm. have... Uh, you know, it's just a lot of stuff stems from the educational standpoint when a kid is young to mm-hmm. wanting, the, excuse me, to wanting to get them into it to begin with. And then once that, you got the stigma with that, like, oh, arts, you're not going to make money off of that. So, like, why is a kid uh, going to get into that when they get into high school or college? And so at that yeah. point, at that point, it has been it has been ingrained in them to go, well, I don't care. I don't, I, I'll, I'll, I'll. What is the first thing everyone does when they go see, want to see a movie? Everyone, unlike mm-hmm. me, goes, I'll fucking pirate that off the internet. I yeah, don't want to exactly. pay for that. So there's mm-hmm. that stigma with that, too. And then back to what you're saying about, well, if he's not famous, why do I give a rat's ass about listening yeah. to his music or her music or, or wanting to buy? Do do people buy uh, uh, the, the, the actual art piece, the painting? No, they buy a print. You know, yep. so like this is just the it is it is deeply ingrained in in our in our psyche that if you could get art on the cheap, go for it. Yeah. Um. So it, and... it's and I have a, I have a massive problem with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. I'm going to if I can afford it and if I'm going to do it, 
I'm going to go for the, the real thing. And if not, I'm not going to buy it at all, most likely. Yeah. Uh, if I can't see the movie in the theater while it's out, I'll wait to get it on, you know, maybe a, you know, now the world is the streaming platforms or whatever. I'll get it then. Yeah. But I'm not going to pirate it necessarily. Like, <clears throat> I, don't, I, I, don't, think I don't understand that. A lot of my friends kind of noticed it when I started putting out music. Um, whether they didn't have certain streaming services or things like that, they, you know, bought it because they wanted to support, you know, their friend. And it's one of those things where when you see it for yourself, right, when you see that, you know, pirating things or uh, illegally downloading things is hurting people, right? When you see that um, firsthand, when, you, when, when it happens to your friend, you're more likely to um, to change that, right? To to kind of do the right thing. Like um, if I were to be in a movie, my friends would wait and go see the movie. They're not going to illegally download the movie. They would, you know, put the money because because I'm there. And yeah, I just feel like when you see it for yourself, when there's people you know involved, it it a switch goes off where you where you kind of realize it and so that's always interesting to see but what and the to your other point what i find interesting about um the art problem as as you call it is that a lot of the people that discredit art or media in general or um kind of consumption of music or movies or dance or things like that right last year when 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 people had nothing when it was quarantine and you couldn't go outside, you couldn't do anything. The first thing people did were turn on movies, turn on their television, turn on music. You know, they painted, they did this, they did that. They learned something, they learned something creative. So the people who kind of um, turn their cheek to quote unquote art, when it came down to it, they were extremely you know, invested in it, extremely part of it. Um, and so I, I thought that was really, really interesting to see people um, do that. Yeah, I, 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 good for those folks, but too many people don't. And that's the, uh, that's the yeah. sad, sad truth mm-hmm. is uh, I see it all the time. I mean, I, and, and good, good friends of mine, I don't want to call them out because I might get the FBI on them. <laughs> no, I'm joking about, you know, pirating things, but you know, it's not like I've not done it. I mean, we've all done it. But it, mm-hmm. it, if you could do it less, um, I don't know the last time I have done it. I'm going to be honest. I don't know the last time I've listened or watched something illegally. Isn't that, like, really bad quality? Like, I can't watch. Like, I have, I have a very short attention span as it is. <laughs> like, I, 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 I have to wear my glasses. I have to sit, like, close to the TV to watch a movie. Like, wow, old man status, on, huh? On those things aren't like people walking across the screen and aren't like there are words on it and things like that like i can't watch a movie like that what does this <laughs> I, look like i know a lot of the old ones were i don't know so much now i know my i okay not gonna mention who but i know someone who used to get really high quality ones uh i don't know how they were doing that i think what they were doing was uh, a lot of these days now movies come to the theaters on like a hard drive not necessarily mm. an actual film of course and so I think a lot of these folks were taking that and then somehow downloading it into a computer and then selling that to like the black market, if you want to call oh, it the black no. market. So yeah, there was a there was a woman in my neighborhood that used to get uh, fantastic quality, as if you were got you had it on DVD almost, Blu-ray or whatever. That's um, wild. Yeah, yeah, crazy and stuff. And wrong, hundred percent wrong. I mean, again. I know a lot of people, they think of the, I know they, they think of it this way. They go, well, it's Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers has bajillions of dollars. Why do I need yeah. to give them more? You're not, like, I'm, I know this is not a, a movie podcast, but you're not giving, like, we could sit here for a long time and, just, and breaking down, but I'll do it, down, do it quickly. You're not giving Warner Brothers money. I mean, a lot of that money is going to them, but then they have to pay their workers. <laughs> mm-hmm. And there was hundreds of people that made that movie. I mean, so music's a little different uh depending on who's releasing the music of course and and, and yeah. whatnot it's anything with movies too and depending on who released it yeah i think music is different like i don't care if <clears throat> somebody like 
you know, streams my song like illegally. I don't care if they pull it off YouTube. I don't care if, if you know, I don't know. However, people get music, I don't, I, it doesn't matter to me as long as they're getting the music and they're listening to it. Um, with movies, it's a little different because a lot of time, excuse me, goes into it. Um, but for music, as long as people are listening to it, I'm happy. Well, I don't want you to discredit your work. I mean, I know what you're saying. I know, yeah, you're, yeah. I know you're saying that, you know, as, you know, and I agree that the more listeners, the more ears on your song, the better, mm-hmm. regardless how they got there. But you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't just allow. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I but mean, I know it's what different. you mean. Like, I know it, you like mean. If, if, my, if my song were to pe- appear in like a movie or a TV show, that's different. Oh. Right? Oh, but yes. like if, if, if a kid, you know, if, if, I don't know, a 17, 18, 19, 20-year-old kid wants to, you know, listen to my song and pull it off YouTube, that's fine. Like, I don't, I, you know, I don't, it doesn't matter to me. But, you know, if like I said, it was in a TV show or a movie, then yeah, I'd expect my work to kind of be credited the way I think that um, it should be. But, yeah. As, <laughs> I mean, long, yeah. as long as it's, yeah, you know? Yeah, as, as long as it went through the right channels and whatnot. But, mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's really funny. But I know, I, I think, I think you know, this, this, this conversation, and I think that's something we could continue here on the show, is that this conversation about, you know, a lot of people think that when a, an artist brings up the fact that they're not, and you're not complaining, I'm not, I'm not saying this, but, and, and this is for all of us, when, when when people hear an artist talk about this, the first thing they think about is, oh, why is the artist complaining about this and that? They should yeah. be lucky. They should be grateful that so-and-so mm-hmm. is taking the time out of their day to watch or listen or, or, or purchase, whatever. And, you know, it's it's not, we're not complaining we are we are we are justified in what we're saying which is you know we put a lot of effort into this we love the fact that you're listening to it or watching or whatever mm-hmm. but you know if you had just went to the proper channels to to yeah. acquire that content or whatever we would be even more grateful <laughs> and happy yeah exactly um and and at the end of the day i mean just like this if someone went to your job whatever you do and made a fake version of the thing you did and presented it as the thing you did. Mm-hmm. Are you going to be happy? No. Two, no. A couple of things are going to happen. You're either going to get fired because maybe the person somehow did it cheaper and better, right? Yeah. There's just a lot. Like it, you gotta, you gotta think of that, but no one really does, and so. Um, yeah, and, I, and I, it goes not not even for only like the, the um, music or movies or things like that. Like I know somebody who. Um, runs a clothing company. Oh, oh my God! Yeah, and obviously they're getting off the ground and they they do extremely well. But the nerve of people to like ask for like, let me get a free T-shirt, let me get a free pair <laughs> of shorts. It's like just buy it. It's like how do you how do you just ask somebody like give me that? Oh, you worked really hard on it. Give me it for free. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, you paid this amount of money to make this. I want it for nothing. Well, and then even <laughs> you know? more, even more for clothing because people see it as, well, it's just a cotton T-shirt or whatever. Yeah, you went print, print, done. Okay, yes, maybe, but a lot went into getting to that point, and a yeah, lot went into sure. figuring out was well, this the cotton blend we're going to use? You know, is it all this stuff went into it? Mm-hmm. But then you got the other side, and I'm not a sneakerhead at all. Obviously, uh, whoever's listening, my friends that are listening to this know this. My my <laughs> my staunch uh, hatred. I'm kidding, of course. But <laughs> but I, I I don't understand sneaker culture. I'll just say this before I yeah. get into what I'm about to say about sneaker <laughs> culture. I don't get it. I don't yeah. understand why you want it to have all that money spent on a shoot, whatever. But I do understand. The, the the work that goes into making these things I, I and i respect that part and that's what i'm saying like you know when when you start buying bootleg sneakers and fake sneakers yeah that's where it gets complicated and it goes back to what we were saying which is why didn't you just buy the real one right <laughs> um you're not better if anything you're benefiting uh someone terrible possibly by mm-hmm. buying the fake one Right. Um, instead sure. of the rightful people that made the the, the quote unquote real thing, because that we can go into that. What's real? What's fake? Whatever. It's, it's still yeah. a sneaker. But but to the to the creative artist standpoint, you know, pay the pay the extra fee. 
or whatever. Right, exactly. Do, um, do, but yeah, do but right by the artist. Your your friend that makes the, the shirts, uh, does this does this happen often to them that they they're, they're just like, oh, we're friends. Give me a free tea. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't happen as often now. Like he would always put up, you know, you know, I'm stop DMing me. I'm not giving you free clothing. Like support, just like you would support local business, support local artists. Um, so yep. it doesn't happen as much now because now he has um, like a, a, a wide variety of clientele. So it's not like when he first started where he maybe had extra shirts to just give away or, or things like that. You know, he's not going to give a shirt away to somebody when he could sell it to somebody. Right. Even if, even if, you know, maybe that person, he, maybe even if he knows that person. Yeah. Right. Because if I, if I knew if like best friends, maybe, but like if I knew somebody and they messaged me and they were like, let me get a shirt. Um, or I had person B who I didn't know who was willing to buy it, who was a creative and understood. I would give it to person B. Sure. You know, not, and that's not, for, that's not because of the money. That's because of just supporting local artists and supporting, you know, things that things that I create. And I just feel like there's a certain type of, um, I don't want to say disrespectful, but it's just discrediting. I feel like if if I were to make something and people were just like a piece of clothing and people were just ask for it for free. Yeah, I mean, listen, I I've <laughs> I've made my share of video content that, yeah, I would rather use. The royalty-free song over anything. No shit. Oh yeah. No shit. Of course, of course, I would. But every now, I've done it a few times where I've purchased, you know, purchased uh, the right to use something. But yeah, more often than not, I'm going to use the royalty-free. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's not like a human being didn't make that royalty-free. Yeah, um, exactly. And and you always give, and that's the and and if you're going to do it, give the credit to that individual that made that thing. You know. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's 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 kind of ridiculous. I hope your friend that does have that T-shirt yeah. or clothing company, sorry, that has that clothing company, like you said, they have a bigger clientele now. So hopefully, you know, they're not seeing this nonsense as often mm-hmm. as, as they used to because yeah. it's something that, that we we see too often. It may be obviously not me because with doing the podcast here, but, you know, especially if you're creating – Music, it's it's uh, it's 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 a complicated monster. Music or anything tangible. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I haven't made anything film related in a while, but mm-hmm. I I just know that, that yeah, it's a it's a it's a little bit of a fear. Uh, but it's something that doesn't. But that's another thing. It doesn't it doesn't stop you from making it. And if that's what's stopping you from making it, you don't really like what you're doing. Exactly. That's, <laughs> I'm huge on that. Yeah, I'm huge on that. So um. Yeah, I mean, what we were just saying is, is pretty pretty important, but uh, more important, I think, is you, which is, I know with the pandemic and with all the nonsense that's been going on over the last year or so, mm-hmm. do you have anything lined up for the rest of this year? Did you have any surprises for us? Do, are you maybe doing a show or anything, or is that something you're, you're holding off on? Um, yeah, so I have, okay, so there's something that I, I can talk about, but I don't know if I want to talk about it. So I will be, I have a goal to release something that isn't music, but is tangible in the fall or winter. I will say that. And it's probably the biggest thing I've done. Um, It's something you could hold in your hands. And and it's interesting. You know, it's along the line of arts and kids making um, Funko Pops here. (laughs) <laughs> and so I won't get into too much no detail idea. because I, I just sent it out to um, one of my the place. buddies to, to, sure. to, to be looked at and things like that. So that's really exciting on that end. But on the music end, I have a lot of the music coming out, a music video for this song. And then I'm planning to do a, um, a live show um, to stream a live show that will be not just kind of me, my guitar, my piano. I'm going to try to use a space to kind of create um, an experience for people where um, I'm making everything on the spot and um, I'll have lighting and cameras and um, I'll have it streamed and you'll be able to buy tickets to, to see it and 
hopefully we'll be able to get that done by the end of the summer, early fall. So after I put out this new music, um, I have a couple of songs lined up and then I'll be working on hopefully a live stream, I guess, concert per se. Well, which is I, exciting. I'm excited about all that. Whatever this mystery thing is in the fall, <laughs> I'm excited about that. I'm excited about the, the live event. Um, I'll yeah. make sure to push that here on the show. We'll we'll talk about that if that's something yes, you'd sir. like. Um, yeah. But whatever that. I mean, I'll come th- on here again. I'll come on here. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I that, like it here. Well, <laughs> oh, that's see, that's awesome. More music on the way. You heard that here, and then also the new song that has just dropped. Um, available on iTunes, Spotify, and I don't know where else because those are the only two places I like to listen to music. iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, Deezer, Tidal, your iPod, your iPad, you know, CD-ROM. Your refrigerator. No. Your fridge if you want it. (laughs) You can buy music on your fridge. You know that, right? No way, yeah? Yeah, you can listen to music on some like, uh, I think it's like a Samsung fridge. Really? I don't own it, but it's like $4,000. It has like... It'd be funny if like the only music you could buy from your fridge was just like mu- like food-related music, like Ice Ice Baby. like. <laughs> but not worth the four grand or whatever the hell it is. But yes, it's been great great having you on. Yeah, um, great I know it, we didn't talk about, um, you know, certain things. I don't know why I didn't ask certain questions. I mean, a lot of people didn't know don't know who you are, but that's okay because there's another time you can come back on and we can get into... Uh, you know, yeah, your, your earlier part, stuff. It's like it's like the second movie that would be like my origin story. Yes, yes. Part two with Mr. G would be his origin story. <laughs> yeah, part go. two is part two is just like part one. just called part one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should I should. This title is chapter that. three. <laughs> I should title this episode part two, and people are going to yeah. be blown up. Like, but where the fuck's part one? <laughs> yeah, right. That'd be great. All right, man. That was cool. That was awesome. If you are on social media, you could find me at Pasquale G E E underscore um on instagram pasquale g1 on twitter um pasquale g music on facebook um and i don't have a myspace <laughs> oh and pasquale g on spotify all right man thanks for thanks for being on Peace thank out. you